my name is Matt. And I'm Mac. And this is Sip, Sip of, of Success. Success. So, hey guys, welcome back to episode three. You've made it, I guess, this far if you're if you're listening to them chronologically. Chronologically, that's the word. Um, but today we're going to be talking about why it's so important to learn some smart money skills since we're in college, and then why money management is a skill and not really a burden, even though a lot of us think it's a little bit of a burden, myself yeah. included. How we can get out of that? Yeah, trend. that mindset. Yeah. What are we sipping on today, Mac? So it is the. Pumpkin spice coffee, coffee not latte from Cool Beans, mm-hmm. and I don't. I, it's good. It's it's, it's good. definitely it's not good. pumpkin spice though, which I'm not mad at. I'm not a big yeah. pumpkin spice girl. Like I can do it in small quantities, yeah. but like I can't just uh, eat mm-hmm. or eat or drink that j- orange stuff from Starbucks. What is that? The pumpkin spice latte. Pumpkin Ugh. spice latte. It's horrible. This is a blend, not it was a. Good. It's yeah. a drip blend. Yeah. So traditional coffee, so not a. Latte. latte. I like it. It's more cinnamony though. Yes, I love. It. It's, it's almost not. like a Christmas kind of a deal. It doesn't taste like it's yeah. pumpkin spice. I like it a lot. Yeah, I give it five out of five sips. Me too. Let's go. Proud of us. Proud of us. Yeah, but going back to the topic. So today's topic is money management. Why it's so important to learn it in college now and be mm-hmm. smart with your finances and with your money rather than down the road. And I know it's a hard concept to get behind, especially when you're either not making any money or you're making a small amount of money on Mm. paychecks. But this goes for everyone. People that are getting, their parents are just giving them unlimited money to Mm. people who are completely financially independent in college. Mm. Just learning these skills now so that down the road, you are better off in that you're gonna, you know what to do. Mm. And it's important to note that one in three college students experience some sort of financial stress during their time in college. And I feel like a lot of times students too, you know, leave college because they have financial issues. Oh, yeah, that's, and that's a, big a huge one. reason. Which is so hard because, I mean, you it's going to be really hard to try to pay off those debts. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you spent the time here, it would really suck to have to, like, leave. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? So, starting off, one thing we're going to talk about is why it's so important now mm-hmm. and how you can learn these skills later. And we're going to have a lot of other podcasts that are diving into topics like, you know, naturally how to budget and investing, student mm-hmm. loans, credit cards, things like that. But today we're just going to do like a brief overview of why this is such an important topic mm-hmm. and also what are some things that you can do this week to be better off with your finances. You, yeah. yeah, so just to jumpstart on your money. But the first thing is learning these habits now. So, mm-hmm. you know, we've been mentioning that a lot. But budgeting necessarily, I always tell people, it's not something that you should look at as a burden, mm-hmm. but more of as something that is a tool that you can use your finances yeah and I always like to use the analogy of like a diet Mm -hmm. so a lot of people do you know these juice cleanses and stuff yeah yeah crazy things to lose weight yeah these small spurts of Mm -hmm. diets and it's the same and you know they end up not working but the best way probably to go about it is and you're a science major so you can Mm -hmm. probably take an exercise science classes I'm sure like tons of them (laughs) but is you know just eating healthier and yeah. not actually throwing yourself into something changing daily habits yeah. changing small daily habits and it's the same with the budget you want to change small things mm-hmm. instead of just jumping in mm-hmm. and just going cold turkey on yeah you know Absolutely. eating out and stuff like that so and the props to everyone that can do that you know yeah, go I cold turkey never. with their finances and not spend any money but it's definitely a hard thing to do mm-hmm. so one thing is learning just changing your daily habits so one thing is you want to get out of that mindset of a budget because it has such a negative connotation, connotation oh 100%. yeah so just learning like changing one or two daily habits mm-hmm. and once you start doing a budget and getting into these habits it becomes kind of second nature so yeah. for me i you know use like 
last year, and we'll talk about it later in the podcast, what I did, but I was a little bit crazy about how I did my budget and just went really, um, was really strict about it, but now I don't have to be so on top of it because it's just second nature. And whenever I spend money, I'm always thinking, how much is this, you know, how much is that adding up? But also, you're going to have those weeks when you spend more money Mm. and not, and you just kind of lose track of it. I definitely Mm. have those weeks, but then part of keeping a budget and being financially responsible is noticing that Mm. and then fixing the, you know, not the problem, but Mm. fixing the, um, your behavior towards it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So, but one thing that you can do is right now is living below your means is probably one of the most important things to do in college. It's so hard, especially when you're in a social, a very social environment. Mm -hmm. People are always doing something. People have all different levels of like money, you know, like (laughs) I have friends that are like eating ramen noodles and like drinking like basically nothing every night and like barely making it but then I have friends who's have like unlimited amounts of money and like can do whatever they want with it so it's, it's just yeah. like a wide like range of, of yeah. money I guess and it's important on both ends to be financially responsible even if you mm-hmm. are have you know your parents money or something if you learn the habits now you know eventually you're gonna have to spend your you're own gonna, money yeah, you're but you'll, you'll know how to spend that money f- responsibly so you can budget no matter where you are. Even if you're not making money in college, you don't have a job, if you have savings, you can budget that out. So people always think with a budget, you have to have some sort of income coming in. But really, you're going to spend money regardless. Everyone is getting money somehow. But budgeting whatever it is that's coming in. If it's a refund check that you're using to pay for your semester yeah, or like true. spend your money with or a part-time job or savings from a summer job mm. or your parents' money. Anything that you have coming in, you can budget and use responsibly. Mm. So the first thing is, I know it's a boring topic, but... <laughs> not, it's not boring. Yeah. It's important. It's that's important. Like, yeah. That's the one thing, but we always overlook it. And one thing I think is, I think colleges should require, even high schools, and that's why I'm so interested in it, is because my high school required me to take a personal finance oh, course. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, so which is why I'm so like interested strange. in it. <laughs> yeah. Most places don't do it's that. It's weird. Yeah, but um I think colleges should, should be required just like oh, a, you know a speech class yeah. is required at South Carolina. They should require students to take 100%. personal finance class just oh, because yeah. especially when you're spending so much money on college and which you're gonna, we are all of us yeah. are, you know. But starting off living below your means. So one thing is is housing. Mm-hmm. So just doing the surface level stuff. There's it's a so hard much, one, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. There's so much more that goes into housing than just the flat rate that you're paying per month. Oh, yeah. So living necessarily below your means with housing. So even if, if you're paying for housing, don't necessarily live in the nicest place that you can and use student mm-hmm. loans for it. And I know students say, oh, what's the difference in $2,000 if it's just going to my student loans? But in the end, especially if it's going into those loans, that's a lot of interest that it's going to rack up. So living in a place that might not be as close to campus as the place that you want to live, or if it's closer to campus but not as nice, just finding those compromises. Mm -hmm. But there's so much more that goes into your housing than just the basic rent. So parking is a huge one, especially if you live far off campus. You're going to need a garage pass, and that's 400 bucks right off there. Which is – but, like, with Mm -hmm. that, it's worth the – it's worth not having the hassle because, like, I cannot do the parking shuffle that some people do Mm -hmm. every day all day moving their car around that's too much in my mind it's worth it to pay the four hundred dollars yeah or you could just live closer to campus you know what i'm saying if, yeah. if your apartment's like fifty dollars more a month then maybe it's not worth the eight hundred dollars for the year yeah so that's one thing to look into when you're looking mm. at housing is it's not just that flat rate but it's everything else that goes into it and also 
fees, utilities, things like that, mm -hmm. you have to factor those in. So don't when you're looking for housing, don't look at just that rate, mm -hmm. that flat rate that they're showing you, but look at everything else that's going into it. Um, in like parking again, maybe like looking what? at if they have a shuttle or not. And then yeah, there's just so much that goes into it, security deposits, whatnot. Mm -hmm. But definitely live below your means with housing. That's probably one of the biggest ways you can save money if you're paying for oh, yeah. college on your own is just living in a cheaper place. Parking. Oh, especially when you're on campus most of the day, like you're going to classes, like you're going to be with your friends at their apartments. Like there's no point in having a really nice apartment if you're not really there not the there, whole time. Yeah. Now, the one exception to this like rule is safety is number one. Like that is my mm -hmm. number one thing. And a lot of people that should be your number one thing, you know, like yeah. their apartments that you might not feel safe in or you've heard things that have happened and like keep just keep the safety in mind when you're thinking about it because that just mm -hmm. that's like the scary part for me and that's the reason why I love the apartment that I do is because it's a little bit more expensive but like my safety to me and my parents is number one you know yeah no for sure I see that um there's so much that goes into the whole house oh hassle. yeah it's a such a y'all it's such a racket and a hassle and yeah. it sucks but like we're gonna have an episode eventually talking about like leases stuff like that yeah and what things you can look into mm -hmm. Um, and then another thing to look into is your meals. So I have a meal plan. Next semester, I'm not having a meal plan, so I'm trying to figure that out. But how do you, what do you do for food? What, on campus, off campus, whatnot. So I have like Carolina cash because you can use it pretty much anywhere, but I don't have yeah. a lot of it. Like my parents set a set amount per month or like my scholarships set a set mm -hmm. amount per month for me to have. Um, but I normally will try to like bring food on campus. I think that's just mm -hmm. such a better option. option. It oh. is the best option. And it's usually healthier it's usually it's nice to like have something homemade i guess like i'll bring yeah. sandwiches or if i like i have this one recipe that holds up really well it's like oh it's so good it's zucchini noodles which i'm obsessed with yeah. I, I don't i like make my own i have a spiralizer it was really like 10 bucks on amazon i don't buy the like 10 dollar a pint for like three three mm -hmm. little strands of zucchini noodles yeah. expensive and then like turkey meatballs like ground turkey meatballs italian meatballs and it's just like pasta and it holds up so well and i can eat it like hot or I can eat it kind of cold because it's zucchini like it doesn't it doesn't have that much effect on the taste I guess so um finding like good recipes like your go-to recipes to meal prep because I'm really I have to meal prep like I'm really big into it um there's actually this app it's called it's not our app of the day but I, I still would like to mention it it's called meal lime um meal lime meal lime yeah like l-i-m-e like sour okay. like lime <laughs> like limes yeah um and it will set up a meal plan for you. So you just go through and see what recipes you want. You set the number of servings. So like if it's just like you could do three meals a week and have do two servings each, then um, it'll help with you kind of like setting out and knowing I have food for this, I have food for that. Like this recipe only calls for like five items. It's probably gonna be pretty cheap, you know? And it's, yeah. it's healthy food, which is good. Is that the one that makes the grocery list Yes, for you? yes, yes. Oh, okay. That's what yeah, it does. I've seen that. Yeah, I'm definitely and looking into using that next semester. And it has recipes, which is That's cool, nice. yeah. yeah. I think too, one thing, like you said, it's healthier. Mm -hmm. Also, if you're eating, if you bring your food on campus, no so lines, no lines that you have to use. No lines. That's a big, that is huge. Yeah. Especially when you're in between classes, oh if gosh, you have a packed schedule, yeah. like my Tuesdays, Thursdays, I have no packed. breaks. Yeah. I can't go get food. So I usually just bring a protein bar or something. Which is, oh, I feel like trash after just eating a protein mm -hmm. bar all day. But it's healthier. It's easier. It's cheaper. Yeah. I also think one thing with is eating out. So mm -hmm. for oh. dinner and then on the weekend, it's so easy. And it's also, it's a social thing to do. Like. When you hang out with friends, you go out to eat. So, mm. and that's one thing that you can budget for. Not we're not saying don't not eat out because I love that's my favorite thing to do and that's mm -hmm. what I spend most of my 
the little bit of money that Matt no, spends. <laughs> the money that I do want to spend, I usually, the money that I set aside for like the fun stuff is food mm-hmm. because I really, that's what I enjoy doing. Especially one thing is when you go out to eat at like a restaurant, you have to, it just adds up. Mm-hmm. You know, you're doing a tip, maybe your meal is 11 $12, depending on where you're going. But then also the small stuff. So like if you're going to get a sandwich somewhere like Beezers yeah or like if you're going to Moe's mm-hmm. or somewhere that's cheaper you know you, it is cheaper but in the end it adds up especially yeah. if you're eating something like that every single day it's like $8 a day which is ridiculous yeah so like if you're coming if you're eating breakfast somewhere you know at a coffee shop or and then you're eating lunch somewhere on campus or off campus and then dinner that's easily 25 to $30 dollars a day oh yeah and when you look at that you can save so much money on stuff if you just budget and plan it out mm-hmm. and maybe that if you do like eating out for every meal just one meal a day substituting it for something that you're making at home or you're bringing with you and that would save you already right there seven eight dollars depending mm-hmm. on what meal it is mm-hmm. i also think i know we have coffee every day on the, on the <laughs> podcast but you can save a lot of money if you just make it at home mm-hmm. i know everyone wants to have like fancy drinks i just do brewed coffee so for me it's easy i have a mm-hmm. coffee pot at home mm-hmm, but too. And it's also, I have a meal plan, so I'm kind of obligated to eat on campus. Mm-hmm. And that's one thing, like, I try not to eat off campus. Mm-hmm. I try to eat off the campus as little as possible because I have the meal plan to use. But it's so easy to go use a meal swipe on coffee. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's spend, true. like, seven bucks. But is it, you know, I... Is it worth it? No. It's probably better to go buy actual food with it. Yeah. But I say... Make coffee at home, you know, in so the morning. So easy to do. And then if you do, if you're on, like, I'm on, I drink two to three cups a day, so. Me too. <laughs> instead of, not more. <laughs> I have friends that buy, like, Starbucks, and they buy these nice drinks every single, like, two All or three a day. So you got, I say just make coffee at home, and then if you do want Starbucks every day, just do it once if you're doing it multiple mm-hmm. times. And think about getting cheaper drinks. Like, I always, my go-to is an Americano, which is just espresso and water, which sounds really intimidating, but it's actually, like, if you can stomach the taste of espresso, it's, like, I like good but then you can just get the half and half like i don't need somebody to foam my milk like that's stupid it's yeah. like three dollars to it and americana is like 315 for a venti which is yeah for starbucks coffee is huge for espresso coffee in general it's huge uh-huh i think yeah getting cheaper drinks you know you it's don't so need important. some fancy thing but again that's personal preference but yeah, if you want to budget that out if that's what you want to spend your money on then do spend it, it yeah. yeah just cut back in other places i say but then another thing with living below your means is your discretionary expenses, mm-hmm. which discretionary expenses are your wants, essentially. Mm-hmm. So eating out is a discretionary oh, expense, yeah. but what is your discretionary expense? Mm-hmm. Online big, shopping. Online shopping. Yes. And it's also one thing to look into is emotional spending. Yeah. So I'm a big emotional spender. Yeah. So do you spend money when you're happy? When I'm sad. S- sad. Yeah. So when I've had like a rough day, I'm like, oh, let me cheat myself to these uh, $50 leggings, you know? Yeah. No, for sure. I see. Um, I see. I don't like it, <laughs> yeah. but I see it. No. Yeah. So, and what is, I know you've mentioned to me something that you do with your online shopping. Now, I'm not a huge fan uh, of, but what is it that you oh use gosh, I don't even, on your, when you online shop? Matt's just airing all of my dirty laundry. Uh, it's called Afterpay. So it's like, you know, it's hard walking around campus and seeing all these people with all of these nice things and all these, these girls with all of these like 600 pairs of Lululemon leggings and like, I don't know, I can't afford that. So... What I do instead, not with Lululemon, but with other, like, brands, is I'll afterpay it. And so what that does is it breaks it up into four different payments. So it's basically layaway. Um, yeah. And it's modern. good. Like, for example, I use it. I love using it for, like, I had a, a thing to go to last night that I needed, a, like, a cocktail dress. So if I have 
to like buy four dresses because I don't know which one's fit was gonna fit and I have like one day to get a dress or like I have like three days to get a dress then I'll after pay my purchase online I'll get the overnight shipping or whatever it is the ten dollar shipping and then I'll put it on after pay because it'll take out like thirty dollars out of my bank account instead of like three hundred dollars out of my bank account yeah so it's like it's definitely good for certain things but it's also very dangerous because i just get into the mindset of oh well uh i can just put like i need these leggings which i don't i usually i have plenty of things i don't need anything else. i don't need to spend money and then like buying it and going oh well that's fine like i can just after pay yeah. it it's only 20 bucks a week every two weeks but then it's if there's no interest i don't i don't recommend i'm not recommending yeah, I'm not, I'm not either. It's good for things. The only reason but. I don't, I get it, it's no interest, but there is a fee if you pay it late. Yeah. So yeah, that's one thing to watch out for. But I don't like it because it gets you in the mindset of, like you were saying, if you don't have the money, just, oh, I'll just do Spend it on it, layaway. Yeah. yeah. Is not good. And it gets you in the mindset, too, when down the road of when you are pulling out loans for certain oh, things, yeah. cars, houses, you're just, you're looking for that small, smallest monthly mm-hmm. payment. It doesn't really, de- you know, a lot of people don't care about how long it is. So mm-hmm. especially exactly. with cars, people are pulling out seven-year car loans they're just looking for the smallest monthly payment and not necessarily the big picture and the yeah. time time frame of it mm-hmm. and i'll see people i have people in my family that get new cars like every three years Ooh. they have and they're What's not leasing like? they're buying them what? they have the car loan but they're just looking at that monthly payment as long as the monthly payment stays the same they don't care how long they're paying it. got you and they're just in the mindset of i'm always going to have a car payment instead so I might of paying well, it off yeah, that and that's why i don't like the whole afterpay thing, I think just wait two weeks. I mean, I get it if you need something. Like, if you whip, rip, you fall on campus, you rip your one pair of, like, work pants. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Then you but you should buy it. If but it's something, most of the time, it's something that you just want, you know, yeah, like you you're saying, need. leggings or something, just saving up and waiting mm-hmm. to get that yeah. item instead of just buying it today. Mm-hmm. And then also, I think that teaches patience. But that's a whole different What's that? Story. I don't know. <laughs> Matt, tell me about that. Yeah. But going off that, too, is credit cards. So, mm. do you have a credit card now? I do, or? but mine, I was really not wanting to get one. Like, I, I trust myself. I don't, like, spend money on things that I can't afford. Yeah. But I had to have one for med school loans eventually, hopefully. Yeah. So, it was just, like, it's important to build credit. And I only use mine. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the one thing I'm really good about. I only, only, only will use mine if it's for, um, like, groceries or gas. Because I get that's rewards on it. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. And so, I don't spend too much because you can't. There's only so much you can spend on groceries and gas. You know what I'm saying? It's not like an online shopping thing where you could go to seven. You can get seven hundred dollars worth of stuff. And we're gonna have a another episode all about your credit score, using mm-hmm. credit cards properly. But just to skim the surface of it, I see a lot of students. I have friends that have. So many of my friends have maxed out their credit cards. They get a, ah! their first credit card and they max it out. Really? And especially that's so important for your credit score. And I don't think people realize how much a credit score affects you down the road and it's so important to build credit though which is why it's important to start not necessarily get a credit card because there's so much more that goes into a credit report and again we're gonna have another episode on this but if you do have a credit card if your limit is five hundred dollars you don't want to use that five hundred dollar limit you want to build your credit and build it and have the highest credit score that you can get yeah you only want to use about 30 percent of whatever your limit may be Mm -hmm. which is hard but it is good i say if you do use a credit card use it for your necessities so groceries Mm -hmm. gas maybe that's like a hundred dollars two hundred dollars a month and then immediately pay it off Mm -hmm. at either right when you spend that money or at the end of the month so that way you're not accumulating interest and it's not growing yeah and that way you're building your credit so that's Mm -hmm. the best way i think to use a credit card if you're going to use one. Yeah, I agree with that. Mm-hmm. And good. we'll get more into it 
in another episode because there's so much that goes into mm-hmm. credit cards, oh, your yeah. credit score, credit report. But to finish off, I want to talk about, I know I mentioned earlier what I did last year to budget myself. Oh, yes. And we're also going to bring up our app of the day. But first off is one thing I did last year mm-hmm. for a couple months is I did a cash diet. Oh, yeah, I saw so that. So there's one thing called the envelope system, which is a really kind of old-fashioned way mm-hmm. that people would budget. And most of the time nowadays, even on campus, I think most places are cashless. Yeah, so it's, it's not hard, necessarily yeah. crazy realistic anymore. Mm-hmm. But I have um, I had a meal plan last year as a freshman, so I was only really spending money on eating out. So what I would do is I would pull out a certain amount of money. And again, I had a meal plan, so I was only pulling out $20 a week. Mm-hmm. And that was the only amount... I would leave my debit and credit card at home, and I would put them in my safe. Oh my and gosh! What if up. you have an emergency? I mean, yeah, I didn't, but I wasn't driving anywhere. It was more just oh, okay. like, like just walking us like yeah. Jay's. Jay's I lived on campus. Whatever, yeah. If I was going to eat, so I would pull out that twenty dollars on Sunday, mm. and I would only have that for my. Again, it was for discretionary purchases, so eating out for me. Mm-hmm. So I knew if my friends wanted to go eat out on a Tuesday and they wanted to go somewhere nice, that would probably be the only time I could spend the money or if it's gonna be an expensive meal, or also it makes you think too when you only have cash on you. Mm. If you're at a restaurant, instead of getting the n- nicest thing on the menu and getting an appetizer and a drink, because for me, like when I would go out with my debit or credit card, like I would get that, because like I know I have my whole paycheck in there that I can spend. Exactly, but if you yeah. just have the cash on you, it makes you think a little bit more, but also mm. it comes down to personality. I find it, some people spend more if they have cash on them, or more people spend money if they have their credit card on them so it just depends yeah i know it's hard to like kind of limit yourself in that way but i think it's definitely useful Mm -hmm. and it's something you need to know how to do again like especially like for my thought was and when i had my my consultation with matt i was like okay well when i have all these med school loans like you're not allowed to work when you're in med school or i'm assuming i don't know how like the other kind of not i guess graduate programs work i know there's like work studies like i know for example I think the chem department, they don't pay anything for school, but they have the TA classes. Uh-huh. And they have to, like, do free labor, basically, with research, and they get a stipend. Yeah. But it's, like, for med school, that's not how that works. You take yeah. out, like, $300,000 in loans for your for your tuition and for your living because you, you're not allowed to work. They will literally kick you out of med school if you start working, unless you, like, Uber later on. But um, it's just not worth it, I guess, to me, like, now to keep up the habits that I've been keeping up. When I have to think about, oh well, that's loans and uh, that's already three hundred thousand dollars. So if I spend five grand in my time in med school, like yeah, it's just five grand out into that three hundred thousand dollars, but it's five more grand I'm gonna have to pay off and wait and wait and wait and let the interest accumulate on, you know. And that's one thing that students should look into is, and I've been doing it this year too, looking into my student loans and how much I'm gonna have to pay after college. Mm-hmm. So in just being conscious of conscious of how much you're having in student mm-hmm. loans. But going back to the using cash. I did it every week, but like pulling out just a set amount of money. But I always tell people you can also use it for if you're going to the grocery store, if you have what you're going to spend, or not necessarily what you're going to spend, but what you're going to buy, and you know, you're probably mm-hmm. going to spend less than $50 for the, your week on groceries, bring 50 bucks with you. Mm-hmm. That way you don't overspend because you know you only have the 50, you leave your credit card and debit card in the car. That way you know you have to spend another fifty dollars. Mm-hmm. Or if you go out to eat somewhere, if you're going to a nice restaurant, only bring twenty dollars with you so you don't mm-hmm. get that appetizer, you don't get a drink, and you just get the meal. Mm-hmm. So it's just a way to make. And again, it comes down to your personality. Do you spend more with cash, or do you spend yeah. more? But you can do it by just pulling out cash for the week, or you can do it on event by event, you know, basis. basis. Yeah. 
So definitely looking into what works best for you. But our app of the day is Mint, mm -hmm. which is my favorite app in my phone probably outside of social media apps. Snapchat, yeah. Yeah, GroupMate and Spotify Groupie. Oh, gosh, and else. But Mint is in my, you know, one of my main apps and it's one of the top budgeting apps. It's made by Intuit, the same people that make TurboTax. Oh, cool. But it's it's a great, you can use it for budgeting, but you don't have to use it for budgeting. But my favorite part of Mint is it shows you every single account that you have. So if you mm -hmm. have an investment account with, let's say, Fidelity, you have your bank, you know, your checking and savings account with Bank of America, and then you have a credit card account with an American Express. You can put all of those accounts into Mint, so you're not having to switch back between multiple apps on your phone to Which see is nice. your finances. Yeah. And it puts it all in one place. Mm. You can also, what I like is if even if you don't budget with it, it mm -hmm. automatically categorizes your spending. Oh, that's So it cool. shows you on the app your trends of spending. So I can see month by month what my net income was. Did I break even? Did I make more? Did I spend more? Mm -hmm. And then it also just shows you like an overview on a pie chart of mm -hmm. how much, like where your money's going. So for me, a majority of my spending is food and dining and then mm. like travel so Typical. gas yeah and if something does fall into the wrong category you can just easily change it but it does everything for you automatically and at the end of every week and at the end of every month it shows you a spending report so mm. just tracking those trends and i say even if you're not using it to budget because you can put a budget in and set like what how much you want to spend for certain stuff but even if you're not it's just a good way to see how you're spending and i like it a lot better than like my bank app because it's not just showing me that list of transactions on my phone mm -hmm. it's showing me like a visual of where i'm spending my money mm -hmm. so that i can get a sense of what am i spending most of my money on what am i spending the least of my money on and it also Which one thing cool. that i really like too is it shows you your credit score also on there and what's going into that credit score so kind of like a mock credit report and we're going to talk more about credit and credit reports what's mm -hmm. the difference and stuff in another episode another one. but mint is really cool because it does show you what your report is and it gives you updates so it's a good thing for like security so keeping up with if you do get something happens yeah something gets into your account whatever yeah so it sends you notifications on that but it's just good to see that score and track it mm -hmm. so mints are app of the day and it's one of my favorites yeah awesome so thanks for listening guys if you haven't had a chance to listen to last week's episode we TikTok. talked about tiktok <laughs> yeah we talked about how you can manage your time the best so not managing your money but managing your time and how you can really maximize your time and we can't wait for you guys to listen next week but make sure in the meantime to follow us on instagram at sip.of.success mm -hmm. to keep up with what we're doing and also if you have any questions or what you want to see in the podcast feel free to drop us a message and then also just keep up with what we're doing we're going to post polls in there and see what you guys want to see from the podcast yeah but we'll see you guys next week thanks, thanks so listening. much everybody This podcast is part of the Garnet Media Group Podcast Network. Garnet Media Group is a partnership between the student-run media outlets at the University of South Carolina. Find out more about Garnet Media Group's podcast and other student work on garnetmedia.org.